coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Toad got new headshots, Kamek qualified for SAG, and Yoshi wants you to come to his one-man show. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by the venerable Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it <laughs> whoa, going? Whoa, whoa. I've been upgraded from co-host to venerable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going great. The venerable. That's right. That's right. It's a title. Uh, I, Patrick, I think you and I are on this show, and in real life, but True. On, on this show, we are, yeah, we are... Um, quirky right we're lovable weirdos oh all right but here's but the thing is that audience members are getting just like a our listeners are getting just like a slice of weirdness right yeah all right like uh before we started recording this but it's a concentrated slice it's a concentrated slice yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not saying anybody wants more (laughs) but i'm just you know like uh before we started recording we do, uh, you know, we're doing mic checks, mm-hmm. and they are sometimes just so bizarre. Yes, singing songs from Alice in Wonderland, for example. Um, that I just, I guess what I'm saying is like, audi- listeners, no matter how weird you think we are, I guarantee you, yeah, far stranger, far still. stranger still. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with us being weirder than we let on. <laughs> no, it's just the uh, the mask we all wear, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, Mark, speaking of masks that we all wear, my copy of Sonic Forces, would you like to borrow it? All you got to do is email us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com, and tell us where we're sending this. My, I was going to say this copy, my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. You play it for as long as you want. You send it back. It doesn't cost you a thing. There may be a copy of Untitled Goose Game in there. Nothing to be done about it. You just got to play that or not play it in the same amount that you would have played Sonic Forces or more or less or not at all. Um, and then send it back. It's the perfect borrowing program. The other thing you can do is you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. It helps us a lot. It helps people find the show. It And Patrick and I really enjoy reading every review. We appreciate it so much. Thank you to everybody who has left us a review before. If you leave us a review on the U.S. Apple Podcast Store, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. If you leave us a review anywhere else, please email us or uh, hit us up on Twitter. We'd love to give you uh, recognition on the show. Yeah, a shout-out, if you will. Mark, remember when we used to give big ups? I do, I do. I feel like big ups went the way of guest weather. Occasionally one sneaks in, but rarely. Okay, all right, so... So we're not going to make an effort to bring back big ups, but like if it happens. Right. All right, great. Um, one last thing. October, which we are f- basically upon us, right? It is basically October. October is Game & Watch Month. We are devoting most of our programming in October to Nintendo's original handheld. Um, we will be discussing Game & Watch for... Most of the month. Yeah, I feel like we should probably just, like, come clean. Oh, yeah, Because okay. we're talking up Game & Watch is Oct- being sure. October. Uh, next week is October. Right. We're not actually doing a Game & Watch thing next week. That's right. We are going to... Well, cause, so that that is... Next week is our... 
five-year anniversary. Mm -hmm. We have done this show for five years, so we're going to do something special for that. Um, But then the weeks following are all going to be Game & Watch related. If you have any Game & Watch topics you would like us to discuss, or if you would like to share your Game & Watch memories with us, email us, NintendoCartridgeSociety at gmail.com. I'm very excited. Uh, We recorded our our first episode, which required a little bit of unfamiliarity with Game & Watch. That is already... It's it's waiting for you. It's going to be great. Um, but I am uh, I've been playing. I'm very excited to discuss these things as uh, not an expert, but at least someone who knows Informed. what they're talking about. Yeah, yes. I, I'm really excited for Game and Watch Month as well. That's why I just wanted. I know listeners are really excited for yeah, Game and Watch right, Month. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so I just wanted them to be aware that like. It is October is Game and Watch Month. Yes, but next week is not Game and Watch Week. Right. Right. You just don't want to make us liars. Yeah. Even though we're sort of retroactively making ourselves liars for the last... We're coming clean. Coming clean. Um, All right, Mark. uh, Let's stop fooling around. Let's cast the Mario movie in different decades. Now, obviously, we got... uh, the news that the Super Mario Brothers movie has been cast. The voice cast was announced during the Nintendo Direct just last week. Was that just last week? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, we, we got two emails about this from from listeners uh, that I think are good entry points. So uh, first from uh, Lizzie. Lizzie writes, hello to you both. Hope all is well. Uh, well, I hope all is as well as it can be now that we hold the knowledge that Mario will be doing, quote, a lot of talking in the upcoming movie, per Nintendo. I know you posted a reaction episode, but as of my sending this, I haven't had a chance to listen yet. Apologies if I repeat anything that you've gone over already. I don't know about you guys, but I have found a lot of joy and laughter in reading out classic Mario lines in my best Chris Pratt movie action guy voice. I encourage you to take a moment right now and try it. It might even make you laugh. Uh, it made me laugh, laugh at least. Okay, so uh, it's like a, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> Is that a good Chris Pratt? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even, I, uh, I, it made me laugh. Okay, very, very good. Uh, so it counts. Um, uh, Lizzie goes on to say, also, I like to imagine him uh, doing that thing he does in Jurassic World with the Velociraptors, but it's Mario interacting with Yoshi. Uh, clever dino alien thing. His name would obviously be green instead of blue. Yeah. This oh is, this, yeah, that's this is all that's correct. the stuff where he like has his hands out. Yep, and, and there's, there's like three like, of them. Yeah, yeah, there's like three Yoshi's, and they're all like one's pink, one's blue, one's red. Right, and he's like, whoa, whoa. Uh, she goes on to say, uh, anyway, I am seriously concerned about how I will feel the moment I see Mario appear on screen, open his mouth, and movie star Chris Pratt's <laughs> voice comes out instead of the usual Italian delivery. Um, guess we'll have to wait and find out. I think Jack Black will be fun as Bowser. Lizzie, I agree. I, I, I sort of think Jack Black. Like, I just like Jack Just Black. a fun guy. Just a fun guy. Um, and also, there's no context in which he's ridiculous. You're just like, yes. <laughs> like <that's, laughs> him, him doing his shtick is ridiculous. Uh, she says, thanks for playing along with me, as always. Thanks for the great podcast. Um, thank you, Lizzie, for writing in good observations. Yeah. Um, I wish I had a better handle on Chris Pratt's voice uh, to do the Mario sayings in, in that voice. Um, Corbin also wrote in uh, with a sort of more broad overview view of, of of the cast um he says good morning now that the mario cast is out and, and as you said it is the most shocking aspect of the direct i wanted to share my brief impressions so we're going to go through one by one chris pratt as mario 
Worst casting of the bunch, but not altogether <laughs> terrible. Chris Pratt is the most generic and unexciting voice uh, you could make for a protagonist, but uh, that is kind of true about Mario as well. He's a blank slate character who's supposed to be the default character, um, though what does that say about the societal rot that Chris Pratt is, is considered by Hollywood to be our default? Um, I don't know if I see any rot in that necessarily, but uh, I, I, li- I like the take that it's the worst casting of the bunch. Um he writes Charlie Kelly as Luigi. It's Charlie Day. Charlie Kelly is the character's name on uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, as Luigi, best casting in the bunch. Every role Charlie uh, has ever been in, I think. Uh, I, oh, he likes them. Um, and uh, he had extreme Luigi energy. Fair. Fair. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Uh, I think Illumination just threw a dart at a board at whichever <laughs> net- Netflix show was trending on social media the day they did casting. She's a good actress, but a totally random pick which I think unfortunately dictates how little either Nintendo or Illumination cares about the character. Tough, tough criticism tough from criticism, from Corbin. yeah. Uh, just a couple and, more. And, and yeah. Mind you, he said that Chris Pratt was the worst of the bunch. Right. But he really burned the casting of Anya Taylor-Joy. Really burned it. Yeah. Um, uh, Jack Black is Bowser. Great casting, I think. He's the modern, awkward, gruff hipster dad <laughs> with a little chaotic energy. Everybody loves Jack Black. Everyone loves Jack Black. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. I just want to hear him shout, I'm the best! <laughs> uh, and then there's a, a couple more, but those are all the big ones. Yeah. Um, uh, have a great weekend, Paul. So, yeah, I think uh, everyone has uh, some sort of like reactions here to the uh, casting announcement from from the Mario movie. Thank you, Lizzie and Corbin, for writing in. Um, it is good to get other sort of perspectives as we take on the task that we have set before ourselves. Yeah, and I think... So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be... We are saying if this Mario animated movie was made in different eras, yes. what would the cast be? Kind of taking the idea of... Okay, like we were saying in our previous episode, the cast of the Mario movie is so of its time. So very much of its time. And so if we were to take it to different eras, who would the cast be? Right. And look, do we already know that there was a Mario movie in the 1990s? Yes. Yes. But I would not have said John Leguizamo and... um, What's his name? Eddie Valiant from Roger Rabbit. Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, thank you. Um, I would not have said that, like, that's Mario and Luigi. I would not have said those are quintessential 90s actors or even quintessential 80s actors. The movie came out in 1990. Um, so what we're, what we're the way that we're approaching it is, and Mark, I, we, we had a, a brief exchange about this this morning, uh, but, like, it's equal parts who are, like, people that represent that era in movies and who would actually be good at it. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I would say I... I just have to be honest. I don't know that I picked necessarily people who I think would be good at. All right, all right, good. I definitely picked people that I think would be cast. Sure. And it would make for an interesting movie, if nothing else. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so I think what we should do here Mm -hmm. um, is we should go through just the eras that we're talking about. Fair. um, And then we should run down the like the 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 cast, like the parts that we are going to cast, um, and then we will. Go back and forth. We will figure out uh, what exactly we like for all of these uh, all of these casts, and w- I think we should just decide on one cast per era. I think so too. Like between us, we'll we'll cobble together. We'll Frankenstein one together. Yeah. Um, so we will be uh, approaching the golden age of Hollywood, which for our purposes is going to be like anything in the studio era, like twenties, thirties, forties, sixties. 
At 50s, too, if you want to. Fine. <laughs> Did I skip the 50s? Does yeah, it make any sense? Did. But yeah, basically, uh, from yeah. The, the dawn of movies to the 1970s, we're just calling the golden age of Hollywood. Right. And then the, the 1970s will be its own uh, separate slice of cinema. Sort of the uh, era of like the auteur and like the kind of grungy, uh, you know, uh, uh, artist director. And then the 1980s, the 1990s, and the aughts, uh, which... For my purposes, I was treating it as mostly from 2000 to 2009. Yeah, totally. Okay, okay great. Um, the parts that we are casting, Mario, Peach, Luigi, Bowser, Donkey Kong, Toad, which I feel like are the main six, the mm-hmm. core six. And then if we want to, if we have time, uh, or if we are so inspired, we will cast a random villain in the current Mario movie that, that's Kamek but we don't have to necessarily choose Kamek if we don't want to. A random Donkey Kong character um, in the new movie, it is uh, Cranky Kong. Fred Armisen is playing Cranky Kong, because why not? Um, and then a random good guy, uh, which I guess, we're, I'm, I'm assuming that Spike, their boss, is uh, a, a good guy character. So that's that'll be the third sort of like rando grab bag sort of thing that we can, we can pull. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, so we are going to start in the 1980s. Um, and, uh, Mark, let's just talk a little bit. Do you want to start with Mario? Yeah, let's just go down the order. Okay, okay. Um, who do you have as the quintessential 80s guy to play Mario? Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck is a really good pull. Um, he's got that mustache. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I went, so I have two picks here. Okay. Um, and I want to hear you sell me on, on on Tom Selleck as well. But my picks are either Bill Murray mm. um, or Bruce Willis. Now, I go with Bruce Willis. I think Bruce Willis probably – I think Bill Murray would be better. But I think Bruce Willis fits the Chris Pratt mold about as closely as anyone could. <laughs> He's a comedy guy. He's a goofball who became an action star, right? Is he, Bruce Willis a goofball? He was uh, when he was on – Moonlighting. Oh, that's right. That yes. he he premiered to the world as a comedic actor, and then Die Hard was like a turn for him from goofball to action star. Um, so I that that's that's why I think he like is the most Chris Pratty. Uh-huh. Um, and then Bill Murray is Bill Murray. Uh-huh. Um, and I just sort of like trace the the Ghostbusters of it all, uh-huh. you know, where it's like, he's a comedian, but he can also do like a big budget action movie kind of thing too. I, uh, one thing that I just want to clarify yeah. is th- we're saying in all of these eras, even if it's maybe not era appropriate, these are animated films. Is that correct? So these people yes, are providing yes. the voice. It's yes, not like a correct. live action. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, Patrick, that uh, we might have to go with Bruce Willis because I also have Bruce Willis, but for a different era. Oh, my God. <laughs> so For it, what era? <laughs> so it makes me think uh-huh. that maybe for the 80s, we should go ahead and do Bruce Willis. Sure, 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 sure. So Bruce Willis, we are putting as as our Mario. Um, we, we're already off to uh, an amazing start. Um, Princess Peach. I have Molly Ringwald. Oh, Molly Ringwald's so good, and she's like the quintessential like '80s girl next door. Yeah, right? because one of the things. So I cat. So I had Tom Selleck as Mario, right? And I do have like 
older I, looking at this I mostly have older people in this in the cast for the 80s but you're like I don't know in the trying to put myself in the mindset of like it's the 80s the late 80s Mario just came out I'm going to make you know this movie sure. it's probably geared towards kids and so that's why I was like oh Molly Ringwald like younger more um uh probably outside the like specific market of the Nintendo Entertainment System, but that was why. But I was, you want you want to bring those teens in, yes, the teens yeah, who, exactly. who love the John Hughes movies, and they've seen her in everything. Mm -hmm. uh, Molly Ringwald is is a, a a great pitch for Peach. Pretty in pink. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. Um, I pick Sigourney Weaver again. I think <laughs> I've got uh, Ghostbusters on the brain. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Alien is 79, but like, uh, you know, it's the <laughs> Gordy Weaver yeah. would be such a funny Princess Peach. <laughs> I'm just imagining her delivery and like, uh, because she, uh, I love Sigourney Weaver. She does not have the like Princess Peach energy. Not yeah. saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, you know, like, as no, it would be, a it would be a different take on the character. It would be a different take for sure. <laughs> Um, all right, so I think I think we're gonna go with Molly Ringwald. Okay. I, I, th I think that's the the winning choice. No disrespect to Sigourney Weaver. No. Um, in fact, maybe we even put her somewhere else on on this cast. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Luigi, Mark, I think I've got a trump card here. Okay. I think I know exactly who from the 1980s plays Luigi. It's Rick Moranis. Oh, that's so. Good. I Am I still casting Ghostbusters? Maybe. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love I I love this a lot. Here is my pitch. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. Oh, that's also good. I mean, that's I feel like that's less that's better representative of the era, but maybe less because Michael J. Fox plays confident characters. He Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um like Marty McFly uh -huh. is a, a, a hyper confident confident character. Alex P. Keating, right? Key Am I right? Oh, from Family Ties. From Family Ties. I've never watched an episode of Family Ties. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he he's he's a confident, argumentative little prick in that too. Uh -huh. Um, but I feel and I mean, there, there's also an element of like wish fulfillment here with Rick Moranis. He doesn't really work anymore. It'd be great to to have gone back in time thirty years and see him <laughs> voice, Luigi <laughs> voice in, Luigi in the Mario in the Mario movie. Um. Uh, I, I just really like Rick Moranis, so I mean, I it's hard for me to say no to that. Yeah, um, Rick Moranis is going on as our Luigi uh, Bowser. So I don't love this pick. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, quintessential eighties dude for sure. Um, and a quintessential like eighties action dude, and at that point, still like. Frequently playing bad guys. Yeah. I don't hate the pitch of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I would challenge... Is he more of an 80s or a 90s pick? I guess he really kind of like he straddles. He straddles, yeah. he straddles both. But I, I think he ha he takes on a different quality in the 90s. In the 90s, he's funnier. Uh-huh. Um, and he's always a good guy. But like Terminator 1 yeah, that's right. is that's right. like 85 or something. So here is my pitch and i didn't really love mine either but it's james earl jones and i think he would bring a certain gravitas to bowser that we're definitely not seeing with you know sure. like jack black is going in a different direction right right but right. i think james earl jones would bring like a sinister quality to it similar to what he provides 
um, uh, as Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Um, now I do have James Earl Jones as Bowser in a different decade, <laughs> but I think it's probably more genuinely at home in the 1970s or in the in the 1980s. I think you're right to characterize James Earl Jones as an 80s actor and not necessarily a 70s actor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So James Earl Jones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. J- James Earl Jones. Uh, and I am copying that. So Donkey Kong is our next character. And for Donkey Kong in the 1980s, I have Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> no stranger to comedies. Yep. No stranger to voiceover roles. Yep. Um, I... I loved Rover Dangerfield. <laughs> I mean, you have a heart. <laughs> uh, I just think Rodney Dangerfield... because. Donkey Kong to me has very kind of like bumbling energy. Yeah. Um. He's a big, uh, doofus. Uh. He's a himbo. Donkey yeah. Kong is to- like total a himbo. himbo. And when you think himbo, you think Rodney Dangerfield, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't think Rodney Dangerfield has the hunk factor. Uh huh. Fair. Um. He's rude, but fair. Well, but also just just fair, <laughs> just accurate. Um. My pick is maybe a little bit too self assured, a little bit too cool. Um, but I think he could pull it off because he's a big ball of charisma. Going Kurt Russell. Oh, for Donkey Kong. I think it's just a, it's a different. It's a different take. take. On, it's yeah. a different take on Donkey Kong. But also, the Donkey Kong of the '80s is not the Donkey Kong of Donkey Kong Country. Right. The Donkey Kong of the '80s is like a big, a confident, like yeah. machismo. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, we're gonna go with Kurt Russell. Uh huh. Okay, great. Um. Also, man, I love Kurt Russell. He's so good in everything, and the '80s. He was killing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's the thing. That's uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's uh, Escape from New York. Um, it's Overboard. Like, he's just, he's so good in the 1980s. And all the time. He's great all the time. Uh, next up is Toad. Uh, mark my pick for Toad for the 1980s is Chevy Chase. That's really funny. Uh, uh, my pick was Martin Short. Ooh. Because when I think, yep. like, a uh, little annoying guy yep. in the 1980s. Yeah, you got to go I Martin think Short. Martin Short. Um, yeah, no, I think that's perfect. I think I, I think they're both good. I think there are any number of, like, SNL heavies from the 80s uh-huh. that you could pick um, for, for Toad. And I like, Toad for me is one of the best, like, wild cards on this, on this cast list. Where you're just like, who can I put in here who I sort of don't like, but I also love? Well, <laughs> I, think, I think, uh, and I, I like uh, Keegan-Michael Key a lot, but it's, yes. but it's like, him being cast as Toad opened a lot of doors. <laughs> because you're just like, great, <laughs> you know, like, Toad can be anything. Yeah, Toad can be anything. Yeah. Uh, I think I think let's go with Martin Short. I think that's a, that's a better cast Have you than, ever, than Chevy it, Chase. What is, what is the name of that Martin Short movie where he plays a small child? Yeah, Clifford. Oh, my, I... Cool. That movie gives me hives. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, of course. Yeah, it's it's I, unsettling to see uh, a grown man. Grossly unfunny. Yeah. Deeply, deeply yes. unfunny. And then they didn't learn their lesson and they did Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, do you have any picks for any of these like ancillary characters? No, I don't really. But I do wonder if um, there's room for some of the characters we didn't pick. Or some of the people that we like liked and were you know up for casting like Tom Selleck, Michael J. Fox, but who didn't make the cut for the right, main right, characters. Right, right, right. 
Um, so I do. I, I have a couple that I that I did pick here. I'm just gonna fire them off. You can say whether any of them like pass the smell test and you actually like them. Uh, Swanky Kong, played by Steve Martin. Mm. Stanley the Bugman from Donkey Kong Three, played by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and Bowsette, played by Elvira. But so. <laughs> None of these I feel like are super strong. Um, Bowsette played by Elvira. Like I can get behind. Okay, that. all right. You want to yeah. you, you want to get uh, uh-huh. Bowsette and they're played by Elvi- Elvira. Yep. And I don't know if that means that there is like a part in the movie where James Earl Jones turns into like the James Earl Jones Bowser turns into Bowsette Elvira, or if it's just a separate character. Right. It's look. It's not our job here to write the movie. It's <laughs> it's just a casting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Solid point. Um, so, uh, 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 would you like to try to find a home for, um, like Michael J. Fox, uh, as like Diddy Kong or anything like that? No, I'm content. I'm content okay, with the great. 1980s. All right. So that, the, the cast of the 1980s, uh, Mario is played by Bruce Willis. Peach is played by Molly Ringwald. Luigi is played by Rick Moranis. Bowser is played by James Earl Jones. Donkey Kong is played by Kurt Russell. Toad is played by Martin Short. And Bowsette is played by Elvira. Um, next, Mark, we are going to be moving to the golden age of Hollywood, everything from the 1960s and earlier. Uh, I'll confess that this was a little tough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh, an era of cinema that obviously we know about, but it's always, you know, you're always visiting it from a, a pretty comfortable distance, yep. right? Um, so I'm going to come right out, right out the gate with my Mario pick. Uh, I go James Dean. That uh, I could get behind a sexy Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like a James Dean sexy Mario uh-huh. where you're like, what's going on here? Because I'm a matter. Yes, because you're seeing Mario uh-huh. and James Dean's voice coming out of Mario. <laughs> right. That's sexy. Like, That's yeah, sexy. I, like, you don't really know how to feel, but you're feeling a lot. Yeah. So my pick was Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> Okay, so bringing it, a little of that older yeah. like Bob Hoskins mm-hmm. energy to the role, right? A little like world weary Mario. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These are both great. Um, I don't know which way to go on this. Like, it, I'm imagining like a Mar. It's like a Mario film, but maybe a little like film noirish. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um Although my, my other picks don't necessarily back that up, but Humphrey Bogart <laughs> specifically. You know, I'm thinking like Maltese Falcon. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Um, how do you want to go on this? You want to? I go? mean, we these are two diametrically yeah, opposed it's true. picks. Um, do we want to sit on it while we cast the rest? Let's sit on it for a little okay. bit. Yeah, because okay. that's yeah. Let's cast the rest, and then we'll see which one actually fits better for our film. Okay, Peach, Princess Peach. I have Shirley Temple. <laughs> Very young. Very young. Mm-hmm. Really bringing the. Uh, um, but I feel really bringing that like Peach energy sure uh that like um, very positive yeah well so i sort of go the the same direction but not quite so young i go Anne margaret i'm led by Mm. uh bye bye birdie on this Uh right like um just this like like energetic and like a ball of charisma um i i i i think I just the the Shirley Temple is just such a <laughs> child. She's just a child, right? I, okay, I I like Anne Margaret. Yeah, I think it could be funny to see Anne Margaret play off of both Hungry, Humphrey Bogart <laughs> or James Dean. So I think yeah. I think Anne Margaret is a great pick. Okay, so so we're going with Anne Margaret, um, Luigi, James Stewart, Jimmy Stewart. Uh huh. Mark, 
we are simpatico on this one. No way. exactly who I picked. Makes which complete sense. means it's the only right choice. <laughs> he would be stammering. He would be uh, scared of everything. Uh-huh. Uh, he would be running away from planes dive bombing them in a cornfield. No, that's not that's not Jimmy that's Stewart. That's not Jimmy Stewart. No. <laughs> um, but man, that voice. <laughs> oh yeah, per- like yes, really perfect for Luigi. Bowser. <sighs> Another one where I don't love this pick. Okay. So why don't you go first? Orson Welles. Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. <laughs> I don't even want I don't even want to say mine. That's so good. That's 100% what we should do. Uh, just because it's the rule of ga- rules of the game, I will say mine, which is Peter Lorre. Oh, also uh, also good. But compa- but compared to, like, I'm just imagining Orson Welles as Bowser. And it's, it's yeah. difficult. I think across any decade we have, it's going to be difficult to top that. Yeah, well, because it's just, I feel like he could play the Bowser that we see in the games uh-huh. that is, like, uh, both a, a genuinely scary presence, but also like just a little bit strange and weird where you're like, wait, what is with this guy's weird insecurities? Um, like, I mean, first of all, Orson Welles could just play anything, right? Yeah, like, so he's, like, he's just a genius. And if, you, if you've never heard like Orson Welles talk, especially, I mean, uh, in earlier in his career, like uh, Citizen Kane and those sorts of movies, definitely, you know, um, has a very specific voice to him but in his later years when he was doing like whiskey commercials and that sort of stuff uh it's just this really deep almost like rumbling like thunder type voice that is very so like specific and carries with it such like um uh it's not even really like gravitas but it just like it it just carries like weight it's otherworldly right like he would be recognizably playing a non-human character in in this world uh, so we're going with Orson Welles. Um, I also feel good about my Donkey Kong, but I want to hear yours. Okay, um, Babe Ruth. <laughs> I think Babe Ruth is doing a small walk-on role yeah. as Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's great. Um, yep. Um, I've got Brando, Marlon Brando. Uh, bring in that streetcar named Desire energy. Uh, just like a raw... Uh, um, on the waterfront. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, yeah, but Babe Ruth, I mean... That feels almost more true to the, you know what I mean? To, like, the exercise. I mean, I just feel like, uh, look, Babe Ruth is famously not an actor. Right, yes. Right? But as far as stunt casting goes in the golden age of Hollywood, having Babe Ruth in your movie. Yeah. And, like, as Donkey Kong, it's a small part. Yeah. Babe Ruth's not an actor. Right. But he's a name. All right, he's going on. Babe Ruth. Sorry, Brando. (laughs) Uh, Next up, Toad. I have Edwin. Oh, Edwin's so good. Who uh, listeners might know is like the voice of uh, the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Did Keeps a, coming up. Did a lot of, yeah, seriously. <laughs> did a lot of voices um, for Disney and others. Was in Mary Poppins as the uh, uncle who like was on the ceiling because he was laughing. Yep. Um, very, another like very distinct voice would be a very distinct take on toad but that's my pick Edward. but it's a it's a good silly energy um i i went not quite as silly but uh, like strangely in the same sort of wheelhouse as what you're talking i said dick van dyke um oh. but maybe uh maybe that's wrong maybe it's not enough person like he has personality but he has like every man personality and i feel like edwin is probably a a better pull 
there. The toad it just had. Uh, I th- the toad in my mind that I'm casting. It's like, well, obviously they're he's not going to. They're not going to talk like toad, right? But they should probably talk crazy. Right. Kind of how I approach this. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think that's. I think that's legit. They should probably talk crazy. Um. Okay, now we have to go back and figure out this Mario dilemma. Oh, right. Yeah, we punted on that. So, Bogart or Dean? Okay, well, you're, you're playing against James Stewart. Uh-huh. You're playing against um, Orson, Orson Welles. Wells. You're playing against uh, Anne-Margaret. Right. And Edwin. Oh, boy. I don't know which way to go here. The one thing I will say is I think that compared to, like, James Stewart, James Dean might be too young. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, let's go with Bogart. Uh, Humphrey Bogart. Mark, do you have any other um, uh, of the ancillary characters that you would like to How about cast? Shirley Temple for Toadette? Shirley Temple for Toadette is great. Um, I also want to put I want to put Elvis in this thing. <laughs> I don't know what he plays. Okay, this is, yes, um, definitely. Actually, is there a musical Kong? I he could play. Um, Funky is probably the closest, but I actually think that Elvis would be Donkey Kong. Elvis Presley would be Donkey. Oh Kong. yeah, no, that's way better than Babe Ruth. Yeah. Um, and uh, it means, like, obviously a different take on uh Donkey Kong, but uh-huh. he would, you know, he would just be Elvis. Yes. Um, but man, no, I love uh Shirley Temple as Toadette. That, yeah, that, I, I'm just perfect. imagining the trailer right where it's mm-hmm. like Edwin as Toad. And Elvis Presley as, as Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong, yeah, and that just feels right. It does. Um, all right, so running through uh, the the cast, is there anyone else that you wanted to uh, toss in there? I feel like that's good. I yeah, think yeah, I it. feel like that's good. Uh, Humphrey Bogart is Mario, and Margaret is Peach. Jimmy Stewart is Luigi. Orson Welles is Bowser. Elvis is Donkey Kong. Edwin is Toad, and Shirley Temple as Toadette. Um, Really killing it here. Uh, we are moving now to the 1970s. Uh, kind of like a darker era for Yeah, for this film. one I, I found a little bit difficult. Um, I kind of did too. I landed on a Mario-Luigi duo um, that is a duo of the era. Okay. A comedy duo of the era. Uh, and so I'm just going to lead off with it. Richard Pryor as Mario. Gene Wilder as Luigi. Oh, I love that. I, that's I love that. That's so good. And I know they didn't cast a duo in the current Mario uh-huh. movie. They're two guys that like run in different comedy circles. They're both funny guys, right? Right, uh, Charlie Day and Chris Pratt. But like they don't they don't do the same stuff. Uh, but Pryor and Wilder are my Mario and Luigi from the seventies. I think that's so good. Um, my Roy, my Mario is uh, was Roy Scheider, the oh. from. Uh, <laughs> Uh, from Jaws. Right, yeah, I love it. Um, and my Luigi is Mark Hamill. Oh, that's good, too. Well, Mark Hamill has, that's like... like, late 70s, it, right? For yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Mark Hamill has kind of, like, the... Uh, his energy is, like, different from Luigi, where he's a little more, like... Um, I mean, love Mark Hamill, but Luke Skywalker in the first movie, like, a little bit whiny, you know? I, I totally. think... Who would I rather see? I would rather see Richard Pryor. And, and Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's uh, one of the few times where I'm just going to assert my correctness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, all right. So then let's let's talk uh, Peach from the night for the 1970s. My my pitch is Pam Greer. 
Oh, that's really good. Um, from the '90s, known for uh, the Quentin Tarantino film Jackie yeah. Brown, but from the '70s was in a lot of like black exploitation films. Yeah, was like an action star of the era, I guess you could say. I love this. Pam Greer, Richard Pryor, and Gene Wilder. <laughs> I don't need to know anything else about this movie. <laughs> it would be, uh, it would be pretty cool. This is turning out to be, this is shaking out to be my favorite decade so far. Uh, yeah, me too. My picks were uh, either Madeline Kahn or Mary Tyler Moore. Both could be very fun. Both could be very fun. They have a different energy than the 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 Pam Greer pitch, which is too is too good. Yeah, I mean Pam Greer would be more of you know like uh, the post-game Mario Odyssey yes. peach where she's like, I don't, I have no interest in either of you. I'm going to see the world. Yeah, totally. Well, and is almost more in line with my Sigourney Weaver pick yeah, from the totally, 80s. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, but I think it 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 definitely works here. Um, I love that. Pam Greer, so good. Uh, okay, now we are on to Bowser. This is where I put James Earl Jones. Okay. Um, but uh, I would love to see who, who you've Gene got. I had Gene Hackman. Oh, yeah, that Gene Hackman's great. And he's got, like, a good villainous energy to him. Yeah, I mean, he was the villain in Superman. Yeah, you bet he was. He so, was Lex Luthor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, although I don't love him as Lex Luthor. I, he feels... He's so silly in that There's role. There's never been a good Lex Luthor. Wow. Okay. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, profoundly, obviously true, Mark. That's so good. Uh, it's a tough role. It's a tough role. Never been written particularly well. Although I have not seen the nineteen like the Superman from the seventies for a yeah. very long time, so I'm it's like my b- vague memories of his performance and not really. Uh, I mean, I yeah, I can't. Yeah, say. I mean it's it's not totally dissimilar to Tommy Lee Jones's performance of Two Face in <laughs> Batman <laughs> Forever. I love, I love that. I I love that performance. I I love Tommy Lee Jones in uh, Batman Forever. All right. Uh, next, we are discussing Donkey Kong. 1970s. I have John Travolta. I have John Belushi. Oh. John Belushi is a really good pick. Um, again, more of like the uh, himbo energy. Like well, uh, John Travolta makes him, would make him a little more like suave. Yeah, John Travolta makes him a little more suave. I feel like the, the Belushi casting is hewing pretty closely to the Seth Rogen casting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Of, of, of the uh Yes, the, the, oh the my gosh, film. totally. Um, but like yeah. Belushi also has that... I mean, again, like I said, uh, there's some like wish fulfillment here where I'm just like, oh yeah, John Belushi, like bring him back from the dead and put him in this movie. But I also, I mean, oh, wow, what, what hell that would be <laughs> <laughs> uh, for John Belushi. But no, I, I think I think that's great. I, I actually I think that's really good. I and especially when you're saying that, like I I agree with you that that is a great analog for like the Seth Rogen casting. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're going to we're going to put John John Belushi. Um uh, sell me a little more on uh Travolta though. Uh you know, I'm thinking more of like uh uh Elvis like a Saturday energy. Night Fever. Yeah, yeah, you know, like very like suave, very um has a lot of like sexual presence. Yeah. We 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 tend to put a sexual presences in Donkey Kong, and, and I'm not sure why that is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm sure. not comfortable exploring. It. <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. Uh, but I think self-evident why we don't put it on Toad. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of, who do you cast? Oh, so we're going with Belushi. Uh huh. Okay. I think so. Uh, Toad. Um, I'll give my pick is Charles Nelson Riley. Fun. Um, Fun. So, uh, I mean, maybe uh, hewing a little close to uh, the template that we laid forth in Ed Wynn, but... Well, Eddie Deason is my pick. 
who is that? So Eddie Deason is like the really he's very skinny. He wears uh-huh. glasses and plays like a nerd in so in like Greece. Yeah. In so many movies from like the seventies and eighties, he's like the let me put, let me pull up the photo. Okay. Yeah. He's totally a uh, you'll you know him when you see him type uh, uh, character actor who has just been in like oh a yeah okay movies. all right yeah Qu- quintessential nerd. Um, up against uh, Charles Nelson Riley, uh, who is like the quintessential like uh, Broadway gay, right? Uh-huh. Um, just just so lovable and uh, so funny. Um, yeah. What? How? How do you think? We, how do you think we go here? I, I think maybe because um, we already have like that Edwin totally. type character that we go the other direction and we do Charles Nelson Riley. Okay. Uh, so Charles. Nelson, Nelson, Riley. Um, all right. Do you have any uh, any other uh, like ancillary cast members here for uh, the the 1970s? I have none. Yeah, I don't have any on my list either. Um, okay, I I feel content with with this cast. Um, which remember is Richard Pryor as Mario, Pam Greer as Peach, uh, uh, Gene Wilder is Luigi. Gene Hackman is Bowser, um, John Belushi is Donkey Kong, and Charles Nelson Riley is Toad. This is a great it's cast. Such a good cast. It's stacked. Yeah, that would be so much fun. Yeah, that's that's the best one we've done so far. Um, Mark, now let's move on to the aughts. We are moving into uh, more recent memory because we're gonna finish with the nineties. <laughs> um, who do you got for Mario for the aughts for the two thousands? I've got to say, my uh, I. F- the 2000s and the 90s feel very like very chaotic picks to me. Yeah, I feel um, that way too. They they feel both more chaotic to me and more corporate. A hundred percent. I feel like it's a ref- like the 90s and the 2000s. My picks reflect very much what I feel like we saw in the actual Mario movie casting. Totally. Where like ah yes, I can totally see how these people, how these actors right. got picked right. for these roles. Right. And so uh. It is, like, kind of a weird alchemy of them being just, like, for the most part, a little bit past their prime. Yes, yes. Which is why my 2000s pick it was, of course, Bruce Willis for Mario. This is where I put oh. Bruce Willis because it's, like, you know, career not ex- not firing exactly what right. it was. Had the sixth sense a couple of years ago. Right. But then kind of, like, Gotta making start making more diehard movies. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, he's, like, doing Disney's The Kid. Oh, and then, yeah. um, and then somehow he ends up in this Mario movie because he's a name you can put on a poster where yeah. Mario's like smirking, you know, Bruce Willis and big print underneath it. I go Ben Stiller, um, because this is the decade of uh, Meet the Parents. This is the decade. Uh, I mean, this is Ben Stiller's decade. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's something about Mary was like '98 or seven, something like that, uh, and then like the hits just kind of fall after that of like. That, that Ben Stiller is, like, the number one, like, comedy male lead uh-huh. in film of the, of the 2000s. Yeah, especially that, like, early 2000s. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He definitely bridges. Yeah, I think that's great. Okay. Um, so, uh, since we already have Bruce Willis, we did, we used Bruce Willis, right, for the 80s? Yes. 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 No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to go Ben Stiller for, for our Mario. Uh, which leads us into Peach. Who do you got for Peach? I have Jennifer Love Hewitt for Peach. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 
I Party like, of Five, yep. later Ghost Whisperer. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't hardly wait. Although that's ninety like eight. It or is the nineties, yeah. the late nineties. Yeah, but I to me she's like the quintessential early two thousands pick. Yeah, where it's like, um, oh, she appeals to teens, and right, right, this right. is a real hip take on Peach. Mark, you always cast phone. this character young. <laughs> <laughs> she has, but she's not that. She's not that young. <laughs> all right, she just reads as young all the time. Uh, I I have Halle Berry in here, um, <laughs> who I don't think would do a good job. I don't think it's I don't think it's good casting. Hold on, I just have to check to make sure that I'm remembering this correctly because uh, Halle Berry's in Shark Tale, right? Oh yeah, I, I mean that, that's. I mean oh. everyone's in Shark Tale, oh, right? Oh no, it does not look like. Oh she okay, is. okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like she is. She looks like she's in uh, Dark Tide, a she, shark movie. She's in Swordfish, <laughs> or Operation Swordfish, whatever the name of that movie was. I think it's just Swordfish. Project Triangle Strategy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt is probably a better pick. At least feels more like the character. Um. But Halle Berry was huge in the 2000s, right? Like, yeah. this is, yep. um, like, late X-Men time. This is, like I said, Swordfish. It's uh, Monster's Ball. It's Catwoman. Um, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I, I think I think It was Jennifer, the peak of her career. Yeah, but Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, come on. Next up is Luigi. I don't love my Luigi pick. Who's your Luigi pick? Jeff Foxworthy. Okay, now that is you know you're a resident of the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> what makes you put him in the 2000s? Out of curiosity, because he's never like a movie star. He's not a movie star. I guess I just think of reruns of um, who uh, who's smarter? Are you smarter than a fifth grader on okay. country music television? <laughs> um, I my take my pull from the TV show Scrubs. Like where this is going. And I couldn't decide if I liked Donald Faison or Zach Braff better. They're both excellent Luigi energy. They are. I I like Donald Faison better, but I think Zach Braff is the more Zach Luigi Zach Braff is type. more of the, like, I think Zach Braff is more of the, like, 2000s pick. Yeah. Because that is also his peak, right? Yeah, that totally. Is like Zach Braff is the Braff at the height of his powers as, like, a draw. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird to me uh how Snuggly's uh Scrubs fits in the two th- into this decade. It starts in two thousand one, ends in two thousand nine. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like Scrubs, you are only available in this decade. Yeah. But, you know, that that's that's also the era of like Garden State. Uh-huh. Um and whatever else he was doing. Uh so I feel like Zach Braff is probably the pick. Yeah, Zach Braff was culture in the early two thousands. <laughs> as hard as that is to believe. Uh, Mark Bowser. Who is who's your Bowser pick? So I don't love my Bowser pick, uh, but I go uh, Antonio Banderas. Because, <laughs> um, you know, this is uh, when he sort of got his, like, renaissance uh, of, like, doing... I mean, this is Puss in Boots. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, this is the Spy Kids. Um, so this this is... Yeah, that's I, I go Antonio Banderas here. That's really funny. I think he could make a really, really good Bowser Mine is kind of a cheat. I think it's Jack Black. I think Jack wow, Black is timeless. Yeah. He makes as much sense in the early 2000s yeah. as he makes today. Uh, Mark, it's unprecedented, but I think <laughs> I think we're going to go with Jack Black for the 2000s. If I were casting the Mario movie in the 2000s, yeah. you know that Jack Black would be in the mix. Yeah, well, I mean, a- absolutely. Um, 
yeah, I mean, he's just, he's gonna kill it in, uh-huh. in in the movie. He he may as well also kill it in this theoretical two thousands version. Uh, who do you got for Donkey Kong? This is a uh, um, cameo in the vein of uh, of Elvis, Elvis or yeah. um, uh, Babe Ruth. Martin Scorsese is uh, Donkey Kong. Okay, so this is a <laughs> this is a real Shark's Tale move. This is a real Shark's Tale move. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, we know he's not too good for it. Right. You just throw enough money at him, and like he'll he'll be fine with it. Um, this is another one where I split. I don't like either of these picks. I'm gonna just. This one, this first one that I wrote here, I'm going to throw it away. Okay. Because it's no good. It was Heath Ledger. It's no good. Let's not mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second pick here, maybe not bad, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Okay. Maybe a little too close to the Seth Rogen pick. And that also makes me wonder, why don't we just put Seth Rogen here? I think... Because okay. Seth Rogen is also the Seth Rogen of the 2000s. Now, this is not a... I mean, that's a strong <laughs> argument. I, this this is not to besmirch any of our picks. Yeah. But I wonder if we just throw out all three of these and we need to come up with something that we like feel yeah. better about. Okay. For Donkey Kong, because what kind of Donkey Kong are we casting in Great the two thousands? Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Donkey Kong in the two thousands. So definitely in the like Donkey Kong country mold. Uh huh. Right? Yep. Um. And it, sorry, remind me who our Mario is. Our Mario is Ben Stiller. Ben, so we have Ben Stiller. We have Jennifer Love Hewitt. Th- this is what I mean when it's chaotic. Yeah. Luigi yes. is uh, Zach Braff. Zach Braff. Our Bowser is Jack Black. So really, Donkey Kong could be literally anybody. Will Ferrell. I love that so or much. Or John C. Riley. I I'm, feel like take your pick. I So... The reason I go Will Ferrell is yeah. because I think he can do he does like bravado and whereas I feel like John C. Riley is yeah, it's more, more muted. like yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I, I I agree with that. And again, it is a, a slightly different Donkey Kong, uh-huh. right? He is neither and this is no longer a cameo character. He's now like the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. everyone else is uh featuring in a Will Ferrell movie. Um Yeah, no, this works. Uh and then who do you have for Toad? Eddie Murphy. Oh, that's good. I I had uh, Sarah Silverman, but... Um, oh, that's also really good. Yeah, right? Yeah. Although that sort of runs into her um, princess, whatever her name is, from Wreck-It Ralph. I mean, Eddie Murphy is in Shrek, yeah. <laughs> and he would be playing the same exact great, character great as Toad. It's almost a reality where like Shrek didn't happen, and like Mario was the, the Shrek of the 2000s. <laughs> Mario was the Shrek of the 2000s. Yeah, I mean... That's a great point. Well, how how do you want to go here? I'm I'm happy with either one. Um, p- proposal. Yes. Eddie Murphy is Toad. Sarah Silverman is Toadette. Yeah, I think I think that's that's uh very good. Also, I like how frequently we're uh, casting, um, Toadette. My favorite Toad. <laughs> uh, Toadette is Silverman. Uh, did you have any other uh characters? Um any of the ancillary characters that you wanted to cast for the 2000s. I feel like I did. Let me check my list. Oh, uh, just that Rosalina would be Kate Blanchett. Yep. That is perfect. Um, I was trying to find places for other uh, Lord of the Rings actors, uh-huh. but I, I just, like, who would Orlando Bloom play? You right. Know? Or, like, Viggo Mortensen. I don't know. I don't know either. Both I I feel like both of them are don't have not that this has stopped uh, companies from casting bland voices in animated films, but I don't feel like either of them really have like yeah. the uh, energy necessarily 
to bring to an animated movie. Okay, so here's what we've got for the 2000s. We've got our Mario played by Ben Stiller. Peach is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Luigi is Zach Braff. Bowser is still Jack Black. Donkey Kong is Will Ferrell. Toad is Eddie Murphy. Toadette is Sarah Silverman. And Rosalina is Kate Blanchett. It's perfect. Why does this one make me feel bad? I, I, I told it you, makes it's me chaotic. Feel dirty. It's chaotic. <laughs> it's too true. Yeah. is the problem. Yeah. It's like if we can squeeze Oprah Winfrey into one of these, oh it's basically God. like the cast of you know uh, Open Season or something like yes, that. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, uh, Mark. We are now moving into the 1990s, um, where I may have overcast this one in that I've got like too many picks in here. Um, but 1990s, who do you got for Mario? Okay, I have to preface this by saying that this version of Mario, just like I was saying that Mario would like subsume Tr- Shrek in the 2000s. Sure. We ha- you have to imagine that th- there's a universe where Toy Story doesn't exist, oh. but the Mario movie takes the place of like the groundbreaker sure. that Toy Story was, which is why I have a duo here in Mario is Tom Hanks and Luigi is Tim Allen. Wow. That's tough to argue against. Let me give you my Mario. Yeah. Um, my Mario is Will Smith. Because when I think of leading men in the 90s, I just, my mind is, it's Will Smith. It's Will Smith all the way. He's a funny guy who uh-huh. became an action hero. It's, yep. the, it's the Chris Pratt model. Um, my Luigi, uh, this is where I have like two two picks. I couldn't decide. I have Robin Williams on here, um, which he could also go anywhere. Robin Williams could play any of yeah, these characters. Yeah, yep. Um, but the other Luigi pick, and I feel like this is maybe just too good to ignore, is Ray Romano. Interesting. I think of Ray Romano as more an early 2000s guy. Okay. I guess that that is fair. That is fair. So uh, I'm willing to let that go. But, that, I mean, that's a, that's a good it, – it's a good pick. It's a yeah. very good pick. So Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. Well, remind me who your Mario was. Will Smith. Okay, so I feel like Will Smith trumps all. Yeah. Uh, but may I posit yes. that Tim Allen gets the cut. Sorry, Tim. Tom Hanks becomes Luigi. Slots into the Luigi spot. See, I, and I think that's right. Because even though if we just like uh, put Tim Allen and Tom Hanks uh, up next to each other, like star power to star power, Tom Hanks takes it. He's more Luigi. You're and totally right. Tim Woody Allen is, more Mario. is more Luigi than yes. he is Mario. Yes, yeah. yes. Yep. Um, so, okay, I like this. We're splitting the ticket. Mario is uh, Will Smith, and Luigi oh is Tom Hanks. Go I ahead. I want – oh, I just wish we lived in a universe where, where Will Smith was Mario because I would have – I would do terrible things for the, like, uh, over-credits song that Will oh Smith would have wrote yes. for the Super Mario movie. Oh, my God. Do the Mario. <laughs> Oh, that would have been That's so, so good. good. That's so good. Oh, I'm just going to, I'm I'm not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> Who do you have for Peach? Catherine Zeta-Jones. What a good pick. Um, Again, a little bit more of like an action, uh, an action Peach. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones is, is a great pick. I have Winona Ryder. Also very good. A different, also very a different good. energy though, yeah, right? Yeah, completely. Like quieter. A little more sarcastic probably. Yeah, definitely more sarcastic. Uh-huh. More um, jaded. Catherine Zeta-Jones, though. I, I want to see that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I do. I do. Uh, well, let's go with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Zeta-Jones. 
Uh, Always fun to remind people that Catherine Zeta-Jones, exists. super white. She's from well, she's from yeah. Wales. Yeah, oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> Just the whitest. Um, Bowser. Jeremy Irons. I don't know. That is interesting. Uh, also interesting what I'm about to say. Mike Myers. Oh. Again, this is maybe in a universe where both Toy Story and Shrek get Doesn't obliterated. Exist. Um, but also, like, a little bit of a, an Austin Powers, uh-huh. uh, Dr. Evil energy here in, in, in the Mike yeah, Myers. that feels so right for Bowser. I like Mike Myers a lot. That's yeah. a good pick. Um, and almost a, a borderline Jack Black energy, uh-huh. too, right? Totally. Um, but I almost feel like this could also be a place for Robin Williams. I have Robin Williams on my list as well. Okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hold it. Okay. Um, so... Uh, Mike Myers as Bowser, Donkey Kong. I have Polly Shore. <laughs> oh, Mark, I love that. I hate it, but I love it. It's so good. <laughs> let me give you. Let me give you my. Uh-huh. Let me give you my pick, and then we can argue the 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 merits. Uh-huh. Chris Farley. I see it. So, Chris Farley is all. It's here's what here's where yeah, I, here's yeah. where I would say that Chris Farley for me fits more in the Toad role. Okay, just because I think like um, he has that sort of like panicked, like uh, but eager to please energy that I feel like Toad has. The Toads have. Yeah, sure. That yeah, the 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 Chris Farley show energy. The talking to um, Paul McCartney and being like, "Hey, do you remember Beatlemania? That was awesome." Uh huh. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 good. That's better Toad than it is Donkey Kong. Um, Pauly Shore, man, that's inspired and obnoxious, and I hate every second of it. I mean, because I I just think of this Donkey Kong yeah. as being more of like a burnout. It's the Seth Rogen dog. He's wearing, yeah, he's wearing yeah. like plaid. Um, yeah. uh, this is the 90s, so really into Nirvana. Yeah, Pauly Shore. I, I think, I think that's it. I think there's no, uh, there's no arguing any other way. Do we want to then go for Toad as Chris Farley, or do you have Toad as someone else? I had Toad as Robin Williams. Okay, um, I had Toad as Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, Every excellent. single one of these picks is perfect. Really excellent <laughs> casting. Really, yeah. Oh my gosh, I, uh, I kind of think that actually for Toad, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's probably right. Yeah, and it's it feels like off the path, right? Mm-hmm. But like, if Toad can just like sarcastically comment on everything that's happening, like, and make weird little observations yeah. about what's strange about the Mushroom Kingdom, I think uh, I think our Toad is going to be Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, breaks my heart a little bit to not have a place for Chris Farley, but maybe we can find one for him. Um, uh, any ancillary uh, cast members, ancillary characters? The only thing here. I wanted to pitch here is that the music and lyrics should be by Elton John and Tim Rice. Yeah, I think that's... Because I yeah. think uh, this is for sure a musical, and there is 100% a ballad between Catherine Zeta-Jones and... Um, and Will Smith. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that's right. Um and then I think uh, our oh, wait, who is our Luigi? Um, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. I guess he's not really a singer, so maybe. But uh, Mike Myers has a song. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the only thing that I uh, would would want to pitch on top of this cast wise is that uh, Dana Carvey has to play one of the dorkier Koopa kids. Oh, for sure. Um, to be, and I mean, let's let's just take everyone who's in Mike Myers' orbit and make them the rest of the Koopa kids, right? Like Seth Green can be one of them, and. 
just whatever, just fill it out. Yeah, maybe uh, Chris Farley is Roy. Yeah, the coolest of the Koopa Kids. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, and then we can throw uh, like Spade and Sandler in there as other Koopa Kids. <laughs> so it's just the the cast of '90s SNL. Um, <laughs> it gets Seth Green out of there. I don't care anymore. Um, all right. Uh, so our cast for the '90s is Mario is Will Smith, Peach is Catherine Zeta Jones, Luigi is Tom Hanks, Bowser is Mike Myers. Uh, Donkey Kong is Pauly Shore, and Toad is Jerry Seinfeld, Music and Lyrics by Elton John and Tim Rice, and the cast of 90s SNL as the Koopa Kids. Mark, I think we nailed yeah, it. Yeah, like Janine Garofalo is probably oh, yeah, one of totally. the, like, Windy yep. Koopa or something. And we can even go, like, late into the 90s, too. Like, let's get, like, Sherry O'Terry in there mm-hmm. and <laughs> Molly Shannon. Like, let's uh, – I, I love it. Let's the, And there can be – look, we can have extra Koopa Kids. Let's just invent some Koopa Kids. <laughs> Um, all right, Mark, uh, we did a pretty good job here of casting the Mario movie in various decades. Let's close this out. Uh, are there any obvious picks that we missed? There probably are, but I think we also did a very good job, Mark. I think we did a great job. Um, if you have any uh, if any suggestions for us here, uh, email us, Society at gmail.com. Um, and this will maybe be the last time we talk about the Mario casting for a while. I feel like it's been a topic, right? Yeah. But yeah, I think we've, uh, it, it is what, what it, is. it is. And so I'm at peace with it. Yeah. I, I still feel like we have zero clue what this movie is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have zero clue what it's going to be. And I can tell you that it's not going to be a uh, prior Greer Wilder. Oh, uh, that one hurts. Oh man. That'd be so good. Oh, that's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Remember, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, you should share it on Facebook or Twitter. Wherever you share stuff, it helps us out tremendously when you do. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKA Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. We also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Apit Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apitbetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening. Imagine a podcast. Now, imagine a musical. Now, imagine the two of them made one million babies. Well, you don't have to imagine it, because it's real, and it has a name. One Million Musicals. Each month, we bring you a brand new, original podcast musical featuring talent from across Broadway, films, and TV. You'll hear tales of spooky ghosts, Wild West shootouts, adventures on the high seas, and much, much more. One million musicals. Only a few hundred thousand to go. A Campfire Media Podcast. Campfire.